What's up, happy people? Welcome back to Perception is a Bitch. A long, long time ago, I used to know this dude named Shakespeare. And he told me, he said, Deji, a rose by any other name would smell as sweet. And I carried that shit with me for a long time until I realized that Shakespeare was fucking confused. That motherfucker was misguided. Because you see, perception and marketing proved that Shakespeare didn't know what the fuck he was talking about. Marketers can put shit, they can package shit and call it a rose. You can laugh if you want to, sir. <laughs> <laughs> and you would still believe it. Marketers could tell you that shit smelled like a rose and you will eat that shit up. Mm. Let's talk some philosophy. What's up, happy people? Welcome back to episode six of our rebranding efforts. <laughs> you mean, well, you're a fuck up? <laughs> yeah. Post fuck up? Episode six of the post fuck up. <laughs> if you don't know what that is, you should go back and listen to episode oh, one. Gosh. Yeah, we're still. Yeah. Moral of the story is don't edit important shit while you're fucked up. Yeah, and maybe you should push it on a flash drive. I didn't know flash <laughs> drives still exist. Back it, back yeah. your shit up. So welcome to the show. Uh, it is the year of our Lord. <laughs> Not this shit again. <laughs> what the fuck? It is the year of our Lord, uh, August 22nd, no 2020. Shit. Somebody out there didn't know what date it was. We're in the store. We're at Kroger. Mm -hmm. This was uh, about a week, a week ago? ago. A week ago. And, you know, you were wanting to buy shampoo to shampoo your hair. See, yeah, that is a thing that I do occasionally. I like to be clean. I like to be clean, and <laughs> we saw we were looking for shampoo, and, and Sarah be trying to buy the expensive ass shampoo. Okay, like like the shampoo that costs like twenty bucks just for the shampoo, and then the conditioner like another twenty bucks, and we're walking out of the Kroger store. 40 bucks, almost 50 bucks in on some goddamn soap. And that's <laughs> some cheap. fucking that's soap. Cheap. And she be saying that's cheap. That's the discount. Yes. But then lately, with all this bougie ass soap she been buying, her hair still not being clean. <laughs> it's clean. It just wasn't as like soft or flowy as I wanted it to be. Okay, okay, okay. Whatever you were expecting to get out of the soap you weren't getting yeah okay so we're at kroger looking at the soap and then sarah wants to elevate or uh, upgrade from the 20 dollars soap <laughs> to like the 50 dollars shampoo and i'm like wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute i'm not trying to spend 100 bucks on some fucking shampoo and conditioner Saying i'm not worth it it's not what Be i said careful that's it's, um, I'm not, I'm not going to go there it's not what i said i just said i wasn't planning to spend no 100 bucks on some shampoo mm -hmm. and conditioner so I, I pulled Who's out my... one that likes this long hair? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're not hold complaining on. when you're pulling it. Shh. <laughs> Don't get... <laughs> Shh. Anyway, anyway. So I, I, I start looking at all the uh, other other brands, the L'Oreal's, the... The uh, Pantene. The Pantene. You know, you know, the $5, <laughs> the $5 brands. <laughs> and Sarah gives me this look like, how dare you? How dare you <laughs> curse me with such evil, such such broke man cheapery. <laughs> Why you do this to me? 
so I was like, no, 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 babe, babe. see, because these brands, they, they play on perception. So I found, I found this one brand. It was by, was, is it Pantene? Mm, I think it is L'Oreal. It's L'Oreal Pantene, whatever. It's one of those brands. The, the shampoo conditioner uh, cost, it was seven bucks for both of them. Uh-huh. Right. And that like, and it was on sale, like seven bucks for shampoo conditioner. We bought that shit. It was like 6,000 reviews on Amazon, another 6,000 reviews yeah, on we Google. Yeah, we were standing in the store, like, looking up reviews. Yeah, that's I, the had we live I had to. I had, well, I had to, because I'm not trying to spend 100 bucks on the fucking shampoo <laughs> conditioner. That's what we spent now, on. Now, to be fair, the hair thing is about the only thing I spend money on, because it's the one thing that you give a shit about. So I usually prioritize it a little more. Like, I don't wear mo- makeup most days. I don't. I don't gussy up. I don't get my nails done. I don't do the eyelash thing. I don't spend money cosmetically. I'm not like a. Yeah, but you know, you're acting like I'm a bougie ass white I'm not, girl. I'm not like, saying that. I'm just saying. I'm just saying some white I'm very girl. Very low maintenance. I'm saying some white girl on hair. the podcast right now going a hundred bucks on shampoo. This bitch is crazy. I don't think I've ever spent a hundred bucks on shampoo. Close. No, I. Okay. <laughs> See, okay. Y'all think I've been making this shit up. But anyway, anyway, she she gets back home. She tries the shampoo. We're two washes in now. And it's been the best shampoo and conditioner combo you've ever used. And for anyone who gives a fuck. Maybe not ever, but in a long time. It's it, been good. It make the hair look so good. The best it's ever looked. The best <laughs> it's ever been. It's not like Trump. My Trump it's voice. It's the best. It's the best. I'm doing the matter. <laughs> Make the hair look so good, so good, so shiny, so soft, anti-freeze, you know, in this Houston. Freeze? You mean frizz? Frizz, whatever you call it. In this Houston humidity, the hair just be flowing all nice and, you know, shiny. and It is soft. I'll admit it. Right, it's right. nice shampoo. And then that was one time, the first time it dawned on us that, look, these companies have gotten good at manipulating perception. And they get you to believe and buy into this idea that certain shampoos are only for like the the college broke kid. And that when you start elevating yourself in life, you got to start using the expensive shit. But it doesn't really do anything for you. Yeah, we all buy into marketing at some point. It may not be shampoo. It may be, you know, cars or what else? Food. What, what Whatever. However they get you. Yep. You know, a rose by any other name. All the brands. <laughs> all the brands. Okay. So now the second time we realized it was about three days ago when we went back into Kroger and we're trying to get bacon because we'd be doing bacon every night. Bacon. Bacon. Okay. Before we get into the bacon story, it's we were having a conversation in the car today. <laughs> where I, <laughs> why are you laughing? Because you're silly. I said it should be called Bacon. Because Con is C O N. It's B A C O N. So but Bacon. why do we spell bacon? If like bacon is B-A-K-I-N, that's bacon. <laughs> bacon. <laughs> right. You know, the African in me came out. I'm like. Don't don't try to make sense of the English language. It does not make this sense. This is why people be mad at Americans. Only Americans. <laughs> All the fuckery. Only Americans would take something that should be called bacon and call it bacon. Bacon. So I was like, Sarah, why do we call it bacon? It's spelled B-A-C-O-N. It should be bacon. I don't care what you call it. Bacon by any other name will taste as yummy. 
don't know about that. I don't know about that. Bacon is life. Yeah, no, 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 no. That's like telling somebody who loves Cadillacs that, oh, you know, a Toyota by any other name will still feel the same. <laughs> no, fucking don't. <laughs> a Cadillac by any other brand will still drive the same. No, the fuck it won't. Mm-hmm. So we're in the store. And I see the $2 bacon versus the Oscar Mayer $8 bacon. And I'm like, ah, okay, this is one of them perception marketing things yep. again. Because we... You're looking at the $8 bacon, is it really that much better? Yeah, it's... What's eight, different about it? It's got to be better. It's Oscar Mayer and it's eight <laughs> bucks compared to this cheap ass brand for two bucks. I was like, Sarah, grab me two of the $2 bacon. <laughs> <laughs> done we get home i'm all about the discount food i'm i'm cheap we baked that shit and it delicious turned out to be the best bacon we've had in a long time and that kind of sparked the the inspiration for today's conversation was like a question too for the people crispy or soft bacon in the middle (laughs) you like it you like it burnt you don't you 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 don't like it you like yours burnt. burnt i see it's crispy it's burnt. It's burnt. So in our he household, raw. no, I like mine it's rubbery. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I like my bacon raw. <laughs> he likes the pig still squealing. No, no, no. <laughs> no. But for some reason, on a burger, he can't have any pink in the meat. I like Makes my no I, I like my bacon the way you get it in a restaurant. No, no, no. you like your bacon like you turn on the the heat of the oven. You like your you bacon the way we send it back. Sit. We you like your bacon the way you like. If a waiter ever brought that shit to me, you would look at him and go, "Am I supposed this is the shit you feed the dogs?" You yes, like your bacon? Bu- no, it's crispy. <laughs> crispy bacon's the shit. No, no, that's it's burnt. It's burnt. It's burnt. Oh, okay, sorry. Had to had to throw that debate in there. Okay. But anyway, we figured out very quickly with this whole perception and price thing. Like branding is a perception issue. Why do we value one product with a different brand but the same product differently? It's like where like does we'll willingly pay more? That makes no damn sense. Yeah. Like, like does Oscar Mayer get their bacon from a different type of pig? Yeah. All of a sudden this pig it's a different breed of pig. You don't understand. This pig is the best pig. Yeah, yeah. Or did they invent a different type of soap that they can now charge like 50 bucks for shampoo? Like, really? There's only like three ingredients you need to make soap. Right, yeah. It's only three ingredients. It's only one ingredient to make bacon. The pig. Like, how can you fuck that up? Are they they important pigs from Mars? (laughs) What is going on Is Elon Musk supplying our pigs? And it is funny because people willingly part with more money for some reason based on brand. And it's amazing based on how perception. many we perception call it of a brand. Marketers have just yeah. gotten smarter calling perception branding. It, it just sounds better. Yeah. And it's funny how many times we unconsciously spend more money in a grocery store or even in life in general on things because we don't pay attention to the brand. We just go. Well, the spending is conscious. It's not an unconscious spending. The oh, spending is conscious. For a lot of people it is. Like they're walking. No, no. On, Hear me out. Hear me okay, out. Okay, okay. I'm listening. I'm listening. So, I'm just like, saying the spending is conscious because you've convinced yourself that it is worth more. So I'm saying sometimes it's unconscious because you're walking down the aisle and you see a brand that you've always gotten and you, so you just grab it and you don't pay attention to the fact there's another brand that's the exact same right next to it. 
for half the price. So either you're valuing it. We call that private or you're label. Completely like you're just so zoned in on habit <clears throat> that, anyways. Even with ice cream, like people will pay six, seven bucks for that little bitty uh, Ben and Jerry. Ben and Jerry's. But then I found out that the the Kroger private selection um, Southern pecan. Southern, uh, Southern butter, butter pecan. Ah, butter pecan. Yeah, that's the one you like. That is the best ice cream I've ever had in my fucking life. I look, that shit is so good. Well, that's because you're an old man and you like pecan ice cream. Who what? the fuck likes pecan ice cream? My grandpa <laughs> eats pecan <laughs> ice cream. It's not. Look, pecan. Here's another debate. Hold on, is hold on, hold on. Pecan or pecan? <laughs> is it pecan or pecan? Look, 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 look. look. Pecan. Pecan. Look, I don't know. Before people get confused, let me clarify that pecan or pecan <laughs> and southern southern butter pecan or pecan are not the same ice cream. So don't go into Kroger looking Old for man. Don't go into Kroger looking for pecan. No, no, no. It's the private label southern pecan. You still eat old man ice cream. I'm just saying. Yeah, if if the chief marketing officer for Kroger is listening, sponsorship. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, anyway, but that ice cream only costs like 99 cents mm -hmm. for the exact same volume of ice cream. Right? But why do people pay the 7 bucks for the Ben & Jerry because you've been you've been bought into this narrative, this perception or it's branding the that the the Ben and Jerry's pecan, which tastes like shit, by the way, there was no southern flair, no butter in that shit. I was like, this this is nasty. This is nasty. It was fucking seven. <laughs> what the fuck is this? What the fuck is this? Give me that Kroger private label shit for ninety nine cents all day or day. I can feed starving kids in Africa for what I pay for one pint of Ben and Jerry's. Man, this shit is just it's fucking crazy how nuanced branding is but how much it affects our our day-to-day -day lives to such a huge degree whether it's the financial implications because we're spending more money on brands or just the fact that we're making decisions so much unconsciously thinking certain things are a necessity or we've logically thought it through but it's just because we saw an ad and it sparked us to i mean i we were walking through the liquor store the other day, going to pick up our uh, 1,800 tequila. 1,800 tequila. 1,800. 1,800 tequila. <laughs> and I saw this ad for this wine, and all of a sudden I saw the, the little display of the wine. I was like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm curious about this wine now. I stopped to look. Just because I saw a fucking ad, there was rows and rows of wine, but now I'm I'm, I'm intrigued to buy the wine because I, I like, actually Sarah, watched don't the fall, ad. Don't fall for that shit. Keep it's, walking. Keep walking. It's fucking crazy. We how came here for the 1800. Like, <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> human beings, we want to think we're smart. We're not fucking smart. We're really not. We are so easily manipulated. And I've always said that I'm, I don't like that we vilify these companies who have just figured out human nature and this and figured out how to profitize human <laughs> profiteer profitize profiteer <laughs> whatever, whatever you want to call it human human nature and human behavior don't be mad at facebook because they they know that you like to they, they know that you like validation and you will create and you human beings crave validation and 
they give you this system of attaining likes by you this know, is why comments. there's instagram models in the world today because we'll buy dumb shit yeah, because yeah, someone so don't, we don't recognize be, don't be mad at facebook they just figured out you like validation and they figured out how to make money around that shit it's called capitalism for those who don't know what's weird is you can know you're being manipulated and you still fall victim to it like i see the ad i know because, i'm because thinking about the because ad it's human nature it's human nature yep Right. Or like Amazon, they know we live in a society of excess and same day fast delivery and all that. So instant gratification, instant gratification. So he figured out how to monetize instant gratification or Google knows that, you know, you want a relationship with God. Like, God, my kid is sick. What's going to happen to him? God, don't give answers. Google like we got you. <laughs> How does your mind work? How did you just compare Google to God? Google is God. God, what's the weather tomorrow? Radio silence. Google, what's the weather tomorrow? Tomorrow's weather will be blah, blah, blah. Uh, God, my nut itches. What's wrong with me? Radio silence. Google, my nut itches. Oh, you may have chlamydia. <laughs> is there something you're not telling me? No. No, 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 no. Absolutely not. I got one more. I got one more. I got one more for you. I got one more for you. My wife gets sick. I'm like, God, where's the nearest hospital? Crickets. Google, how can I save my wife? Nearest hospital. Oh, it's like two minutes away. Follow these directions. <laughs> I'm just saying that all the Google shit that I God. need, all the shit that I need from God, I get from Google. <laughs> Oh, you're such a dork. I love you. <laughs> I don't know why my mind went there. I don't even know how that got in my mind. I don't know. I don't know. Too it's much tequila. Tequila. I, I think now I understand what, what artists mean by, you know, you got to get some juices. in <laughs> <laughs> Got to get a little fucked up. Creativity. Yeah, 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 yeah. Creativity is on the other side of being fucked up. You got you got to get to that. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. So. You, so, but back to the point. Okay, which is back branding. to the show. Back to the show. Back to the show. Arose by, by any other name. <laughs> it's fucking perception. And isn't that what marketers really do is they just find a way to convince you to buy shit that you didn't necessarily want to buy to begin with? Oh, or that's my job more. description. That's what I yeah. do at my job all spend day. Spend more for the same shit you could get for half the cost down the road. Yeah. Why yeah. do we do that? I don't know. All like I that know. logically makes no sense. If you could fill your gas tank up for one price and it would one run perfectly fine. But but Oh, that reminds me. They convince you this premium pre gas over gas. here <laughs> is different. When is different. <laughs> <laughs> just pay twice as much it's fine perception is a fucking bitch and i did that for years with the shampoo you're right like okay so and this is where i did it for years with the cadillac yeah. i used to put premium gas I in remember, that shit i remember i was like sarah sarah you don't understand you know and i defended you would make fun of me for buying for buying but we all bullshit. do it we all do it and and we all defend our positions to the death to the this death. one makes sense yeah like sarah you don't understand this car needs premium gas. It needs this. If I have to work it's extra shit, it's a luxury vehicle. car. It needs the fucking, you know, $5, $5 per gallon gas. And I did that with the hair. And it's like that quote, a mind which expanded cannot return to its original form. Mm -hmm. Right? So 
I mean, growing up, I used the dollar value shampoo. Like the, I'm talking about like the 50 cent or dollar shampoo that you get at the dollar store. Cheapest shit that you could find. My mom had three daughters. The shit we that had, you would wash your hair and you hair. still had the dandruff in there. Right, yeah, that, that shit. <laughs> that's soap. Um, and that's what I grew up on. So it wasn't like I was bougie to begin with. But, you know, as you and I got older, we started going to nice salons. They start showing you the oh, fancy you shampoo. Oh, you this one. You just spent all this money on your hair to get Don't you want to take care of your nice. hair yeah. and make sure it looks nice and shiny and like, all the time? You know, you're right. You're right. You're I want right. to. Oh, I like, want plus to. Plus, we'll give you this discount on it. Try this one. It's going to be great. Try this $50 soap. Look, it's 50 bucks for a reason. Oh, you know, it, it does shit. all the tricks. And then you convince yourself that your hair looks different, even though you just got it done. <laughs> so, of course, it looks different. Like, it's not the shampoo. It's the fact that you just got your hair done Anyways, and now your mind's expanded like expanded this shampoo so you can't go back to the seven dollar no. shampoo anymore because no, god I'm, forbid I'm you know that. that's what I'm the broke that that's now. what the folk broke folks do <laughs> that yeah that seven dollar shampoo that works that's what like, that's the for the broke that's for those broke motherfuckers the other day you showed up to work with ramen noodles for lunch and your yeah. staff looks at you like are you poor do you need us to buy you lunch yeah, you're I, like no i, I was like no, i no, actually trust enjoy me, trust the ramen <laughs> Uh, I'm like, trust me, trust me. I, I'm not broke. <laughs> I feel like as a black man, I don't know why. I know I need to defend my wealth every like, I, like I almost have to like. I got this. Yeah, I almost have to tell people. Look, you you can take the kid out of Africa, but you can't take Africa out of the kid. So every now and then, you know, to me, ramen noodles are fucking luxury. Mm-hmm. So it's it. I can afford it. Believe yeah. me, I got I got commas. <laughs> I have commas. <laughs> <laughs> i but, can i can fuck up some commas and, and this is where i was going with that like a mind which expanded though like sometimes it's good to go back where you came from it's good to go home like we love to travel mm-hmm. but you know that coming home feels nice sometimes like you're like well, my oh, mind we is just ex- spent, my mind is expanded yeah, on travel. all these experiences you want to go broaden your mind but sometimes you just need to go home. And that's my point with the ramen noodles or getting the cheap shampoo. And like sometimes we need that reminder that the expensive shit is not always the best shit. It's just them playing on your perception. Yeah. Your perception of the brand, your perception of what you think means prestige. We're all we're all fucking manipulatable, right? Like mm-hmm. if you're African American you probably to some degree believe that like I've arrived or I'm doing well in life as a Cadillac. If you're right? driving a luxury or an Escalade. Like, like an Escalade truck. Yeah. Right. Like when you when you make it as a rapper. Oh, you got to go get Or you and your the- Lincoln. I still remember you and that old Lincoln you had. Oh, yeah, you when thought I, that was the shit. Yeah, because when I got to America, I was told that, you know, if you're black, you want to get the Lincoln or the Cadillac. So that's that's what I did, and then I white people very quickly let me know that you know, only niggas drive that. <laughs> oh, old men, only oh, old, old men. men, only old men and niggas think that way. <laughs> now, if you're from the country, dirty south country boy, it's a Ford, Ford or F- Chevy, Chevy truck. You know that's how they mm-hmm. get them. That's how they get them, and these companies enjoy disproportionate market share and profitability based on people's perceptions you know 
if you're if you're a tech guy, like a tech geek, a gamer, you mm, know, suddenly, yeah, 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 you know, it's Tesla, it's Tesla, mm. yeah, I'm green and the Prius, earth, all those the, electric <laughs> cars, Prius, yeah. No, that, that's if you're Asian. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't know. I didn't know. If you're Asian, prestige is a Prius. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think we just crossed all kinds of racial <laughs> lines right now. It's, I didn't say it. You said it. <laughs> or, or, or these these young like think about these white girls who are saving up money to get a boob job now. Money that should be going towards retirement, you know, some kind of, you know, education, education, self-development. But no, we live in a society where like you can have perfect titties, but they're not quite as perfect as Nicki Minaj's. Mm -hmm. Right. So you need the boob job. We've all seen the videos to prove it. WAP. (laughs) Number one song in America. Right. There's look. When all these songs debut at number one, it just reflects American values. When when <laughs> her titties are nice, I'm just saying. Like I, did, I watched the video. I watched the video with you. There's some nice titties. I did not say they're not. I, you would. I'm not <laughs> even going to go there. Like I'm, that. I'm not trying to get in trouble tonight. <laughs> all I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, the songs reflect American values. Mm-hmm. Whatever is number I'll one. Admit, I, we've we've talked about doing the boob job thing, and we're frugal people who are not easily swayed. Like I'm not a very vain person in general. I have my moments, um, and we're very frugal. You you don't like spending money, and yet still, we've considered. Dropping ten grand on a boob job, like oh, it's still on the table. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. It's it's still no, on the it's ta- not <laughs> to you to you because you went and researched all the uh, side effects, breast <laughs> implant, illness, and all yeah, the yeah, like. Yeah. But for me, I never have to deal with the shit. So it oh, you just want the big titties. It, it's it's on the table. You already you, got the big ass. Deal with it. I, one of the, one you of you have the... to be proportional. You have to because you're not quite proportional right now. <laughs> <laughs> you can't have all that ass in them jeans and nothing not in this. Sh- yeah, out you just t- you just look fucking. <laughs> You look unbalanced. Oh, okay. Look, that's yes, that's yes. why. You're, that's you're why. worried for my uh, symmetry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a symmetrical thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll go ask my next boyfriend if he minds. Your next boyfriend won't have the money. He ain't got it like I do. I just take half. It's fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she better keep it. Yeah. Like uh. I said on the last episode. <laughs> but anyway, so... We're all we're all manipulated by by our own perceptions, perceptions. right? And so, how many things do we buy like that? Do we think of nece- that are necessities? Like I was thinking about this with COVID too, about like when things shut down, how many things people bitched about not being able to get done. Like I I heard so many women talk about not being able to go get manicures or get waxed. Like is that is that really like? That's the trauma that you deal with. I, that's I, I I understand it because that's trauma contextual to an affluent society. Mm-hmm. When you have when you live in that's America, some, that's some society that needs to go through some trauma. Then. But see, that's the thing, though, because sometimes in America we forget how affluent we are compared to the rest of the world, mm-hmm. and you you realize it if you have perspective by what? the things that bother people. So when people are like, "Oh, I can't get my hair cut," 
Anyway, and this that's is the why... worst thing that happened to you during COVID. Yeah, you lack some perspective. This is why the shit has lasted longer here because people making these stand about not wearing the mask and acting like this is the worst thing that ever happened to them. Oh my kids! What would my kids do if they can't have a birthday party with? bozo the clown in the jumpy house it's like your kid will fucking get over it like your kid gets to have a cake and have presents like i i, I don't think he's suffering <laughs> well like your he kid is. gets a, a, a he full is. He is. belly in a bed at night like contextual to the american culture he is suffering because his kids get birthday gifts or and all, all these or kids his friends his friends get all the extra extras shit. and he didn't he, he didn't so yes he is traumatized contextual to the american society all these kids going to college and like oh but i can't party i can't i can't you were going to a school to get educated and paying thousands of dollars well, for the privilege you tell- and you're worried about not getting to binge drink and make out with the hot the yeah, hot seat well, again like, again i keep telling you context matters context matters because today in today's society the worst thing you can tell a 19 year old to do is to not go to college or to not be able to party when he is in college into social distance it's not like the 1930s when the worst thing you can ask a 19 year old to do was go fight and die in world war Two. right <laughs> right so but that perspective, that, perspective. So it's just as traumatizing mm-hmm. to these young motherfuckers today that lack perspective than it was to the OGs back in their day. True. But it leads me back to, to say how warped we think what what is a necessity is like things we go to the grocery store and buy now and think this is a necessity. This is what I have to have. I have to have the vanilla coconut yogurt frappe thing that. I eat for breakfast instead of oatmeal. Like I have to have this uh, sushi poke bowl for lunch instead of chicken and vegetables. Speaking of, speaking of, um, so I think the future of the world or future of businesses is in recurrent bundles, which is like brands have to figure out a way to get subscription models. Yes. Brands have to figure out a way to have their customers have a monogamous relationship with them, Mm -hmm. right? Like a, we are in this together, you know? So when Amazon becomes akin to my wife, that is the nature of what branding should look like. It's getting people into long monog- term. Yeah, it's getting people it's not into monogamous, long term. It's long term. <laughs> well, you're right. You, you, you fuck we do, around with we lots fuck of fuck around other. with Hulu and Netflix. <laughs> yeah. We got a side host. But, you, but you're not leaving. <laughs> <laughs> you're not leaving. <laughs> oh, shit. It's polyamorous. That's yeah. what that shit <laughs> But anyway, anyway, so Panera Bread announced last week that they were going to do subscription model for coffee at eight ninety nine per month on limited coffee eight ninety nine. That's a steal. <laughs> I know, I know. So motherfuckers have been getting Starbucks. Wait, does, that, does that include like frappuccinos and all the extra I don't know. Shit? I don't know. I think they're still figuring out the details. But I gotta I, go look I, this shit up. I, this is my point. I thought way to clip the knees so net I mean not Netflix, but Starbucks. Starbucks. Gotta come out with the same shit. Now, now I'm like, oh, this should get interesting. So if Starbucks pull out, comes pull out, out I'm oh, like, pull man. out, the, pull out the popcorn, pull out the popcorn. This, 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 this capitalistic battle is just beginning. I mean, that'd be crazy because even if I could pay like twenty bucks a month for unlimited Starbucks I'd coffee, I do sixteen. I do sixteen unlimited coffee. I would do 16. twenty. I do. Think about it. One Starbucks coffee is like five bucks. That's four coffees in a month, and that it, would pay for itself. And if you went multiple times a week. 
you'd be saving a shit ton of money. Yeah, and I'm sure the Panera Bread coffee and the Starbucks coffee are about the same, you know. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Starbucks would beg, beg to differ. Perception. I know, right? Because, because you've, you've convinced yourself so the that, Starbucks that, is because, the best that, coffee. Yeah, yeah, Starbucks is the it, best it, coffee. It's a little different. <laughs> <laughs> a little more caffeinated with that one. <laughs> It tastes better than the than the uh, convenience store coffee that's like ninety nine cents for the cup because you know what Starbucks puts theirs in a much nicer cup. It's a different type of coffee. They serve it with a smile. You <laughs> you realize they grind in the same shitty ass coffee beans. <laughs> Marketing perception is a fucking bitch, man. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I thought that was the the most. Look, I'm a cutthroat capitalist. You already know this. And I, I when I heard. Really? <sighs> some people are going to be shocked out there. Look, look, look. From a money perspective. Your favorite book is Atlas Shrugged. I'm so surprised. <laughs> Trump 2020. <laughs> Make America great again. Oh, we're getting a divorce. That's it. We're done. We're done. I don't want to pay them capital gains we're taxes. We're done. <laughs> Someone gave this dude a Make America Great Again hat. I loved it. Burn that shit. I, I cannot be seen with you. I, I can't. But yet you are here. <laughs> Enjoying the fruits of, 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 of everything. <laughs> I'm just saying. You just look saying, like, you while look, you have that hat, you ain't getting none of this. I just got some of it last <laughs> night. <laughs> I'm just saying. You sound like a hypocrite right now. Don't okay. be. Not anymore. I put my foot down. I can I gotta take that back. That's a lie. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Uh, under Trump, my capital gains taxes look very minimal. Uh, look, he is a sociopath. That's like saying he would vote for can, Hitler because he you protects your wallet. I'm on his side, and he's on my side. <laughs> Who am I? As long as our interests. I can't look at you. I can't. As long as our interests align. Gross. You're gross. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna see y'all in November. <laughs> I think everyone, I everyone in California, just like ah, and I am out. <laughs> yep, no longer following you. Okay. But anyway, I just unfollowed you, and I'm married to you. You have no choice. You have no choice. But anyway, so there was one. Let's, th- let's preface this and say that you don't like Trump. I don't like Trump. I don't like any of them. I don't like I don't like Kamala Harris. I don't like her. Like she some of her I just need just you to like save your reputation a little bit and actually like say the words that you don't I like. don't I don't like Trump. I don't I don't like Kamala. I don't like Kam- Biden. Is it Kamala or Kamala? Kam- uh, K- Kamala, Kamala. Is Kamala really? Oh. Yes, Kamala Harris. I don't like her. Kamala. Kamala, she, Kamala, she, Kamala. she 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 yeah, she scares me. She scares me. She scares me. And I don't know that I want her that close after doing my own due diligence on her um history. Like and it's okay for people to have like people can evolve. I think she's fucked up. I think Trump is worse. I think they all fucked up the difference is context. <laughs> I mean, isn't that everything though? Like someone who kills someone in self-defense is still a murderer. They still killed someone, but the, the nuance, of the, day, the context makes a fucking difference. Okay, okay, now you, okay, 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 okay. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter who wins. 
it's not going to do it's not it's not it's not much is going to do on my situation i mean trump is just an embarrassment beyond being a sexist sadistic racist How, idiotic asshole now, now you're just spewing spewing left-wing narratives no, I'm, I'm, this is evidence this is by his own Sir, words just before, look at the shit before that he, he says. ran for look office. at what he tweets before he ran for office, no one called Trump a racist. Everybody was fine with the king of The Apprentice. And all of a sudden... I wasn't. I never liked the dude. Trump is the definition of the American dream. To be... <laughs> Everybody <Ugh>. was... <laughs> Have you ever heard the phrase rich like Trump? No. Even Nelly in his song, uh, it was either country, grammar, or EI. I forget, but there's a line in that song that everybody who's heard that song knows what I'm about to say. Bill Gates, Donald Trump, let me in now. See now. I got money to live my friends now. We in now. Keep your day job. It's okay, babe. It's okay. I'm Donald Trump rich. Bill Gates, Donald Trump, let me in now. I got money to live my friends now. <laughs> Anyway, so um, I wanted to take a question from the last podcast. So we appreciate everyone who sends in a question. Oh, um, on the survey at the yeah, end. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, first of all, when we put that up, I, I didn't think people were actually going to respond to the shit, but people actually do. Uh, so we, we understand that when you all listen to our podcast and you listen to our conversations, you may have a thought that, oh, you guys maybe think about this. I never thought about it like that yeah. before. And, and you might want to share. So we give you an opportunity to share these questions uh, at the end of the show. So one question I got uh, was, you know, somebody said, so Deji, you said on your last show that there's only one God and that God is death. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. They were like, can you expand on that? And I was like, oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You don't need to ask me twice. Oh, careful. Now you're going to go on a rant. No, no, no. It's not a rant. It's not, I'm, uh, so I, I'm, that's I'm, what Joy said. Not a rant. Shh. Let me ask. This is like when we're about to have sex and you're like, I'm just, it's just the tip. We're not having <laughs> sex. It's just the tip. But you fall, and I'm like, <laughs> but you fall for it every time. You fall for it every time. So is it my fault? <laughs> is it my fault? That like, it's not a rant. It's not a rant. This is about to be your so it's my it's my fault that you fall for it every time it's again it go back to you mad at all these you, you mad at all these mega companies because they figured out how to monetize human basic fucking human instincts like no okay so there's only one god and his name is death let me explain what i mean by that oh god no no i'll keep it short i keep oh, it short death. i would have oh, been i would have been i would have oh, been god. Oh, death. <laughs> And you said my mind works all fucked up. Oh God! Oh death! <laughs> Who thinks it's that? The same thing. Who I'm thinks say that? that now instead. Oh, oh my God! Oh my death! If you're death. fucking me and I say oh my death, will that be weird? It would be very weird. <laughs> <laughs> no woman should be having sex and enjoying it with her husband. Oh my it. God! Oh my God! Oh my death! Oh my death! <laughs> <laughs> if you're saying it's the same thing, <laughs> sir, sir. Let me answer the fucking question. Let me answer the fucking <laughs> okay. question. Okay, sorry. I'm okay. weird. It's okay. I said I said there's only one God and his name is death. Let me explain. So when I think of God, to me, to me, and I'm not speaking from the Christian context or the you know atheist context, I'm speaking from the context of Deji. What we can prove. 
Deji and the context of our philosophy, which is to be the verb and not the noun. If you want to know more, I'll link to the to uh, I'll I'll put a link to the book on Amazon in in the in the notes section. But when I think about God, I think about an absolute being. I think about any any truth for truth to be absolute, it has to be void of perspective, which means we all inherently have to believe it to be true. So if God were an absolute truth, then all 7 billion people alive today would know that to be true if God were absolute truth. Now, I'd take even hold like on, 6 hold billion. On, hold on, hold like on, hold on, hold on. 6 billion believed it was true. Hold on. So whatever is true is not open to perspective. Whatever I take that back. Whatever is absolutely true is not open to perception or it's not subject to perception or to interpretation. It's fucking absolute. And that's the definition of absolute. Now, we may not be absolute on God. And even for those who are absolute on God, they have different interpretations to his words and directions, i.e. the Bible. Right, like so we come back to there are only two constants: hold death on, and taxes. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So there's many interpretations to God and to His quote-unquote truth. Many interpretations to the Bible, and I'm not saying that they're all wrong, but you know they can't be all right. But the one absolute truth that exists is death. No one will argue the fact with you <laughs> that they are going to die. When you say that, we all hint, all seven fucking billion people on the planet, those who have ever lived, those who currently live, and those who are yet to live. The one thing we will all align on, absolutely void of perspective and interpretation, is death and dying. And to that degree, to that absolute degree, is why, to me, death is the only God that exists. Because is because it is the only God, the only uh, supernatural entity that is not open to interpretation. It's it's not subject to perception or any nuances. It is it is what it is. We no one gets out alive. We're all in this, and no one gets out alive. So it that, gets the final say, the last laugh. Yes, 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 yes. We all. Everybody takes a long ride in a Cadillac at some point. <laughs> we all get one. Right. So that is what I mean by there is only one God and his name is death. Because when I think about God, I think about an absolute being and an absolute being cannot be subject to perception, to interpretation, not especially not to human interpretation or to mm -hmm. human perception. And the only divine entity that is not subject or slave to human interpretation or not limited to human interpretation is death. And that's what makes death the only OG God. I, th I think that answered that question really nicely. And I think um, at the end of this podcast, if any of you guys have any thoughts or questions or, you know, messages you want to pass on to us, please take a moment and fill out the little survey that we'll add. Yeah. It's a great way for us to kind of fine tune future podcasts going forward. And it right. Turns. Second but, question somebody asked, and and this is a good one. This mm -hmm. is a good one. It was like you know, Deji, your your that podcast sounded very. Uh, they were referencing. I forget it was one of our lost episodes, lost files. When I said um, 
one of the biggest regrets I have in my life is in the relationships that I didn't nurture Mm -hmm. and I let go. Because if I had to quantify and dollar amount how much those relationships, how much I've lost in the relationships I didn't keep, it's it's got to be in the millions. And, you know, he said that sounded very kind of Machiavellian. Mm-hmm. And the point. So here's my answer to kind of that question is, look, the, the world is not short of experienced people. True. There's a lot of technical expertise in the world. Everyone is a technical expert. What the world lacks is people who are technical experts and have relationships, proximity to power, like with the person Mm. who's actually going to give the opportunity. Like kind of talent isn't the problem. It's people to have talent in the right position to use the talent appropriately. So for example, for example... If Beyonce if, if I hadn't have, met the person at the gas station at the right moment, she we wouldn't have Beyonce. It doesn't matter if she was just as talented. talented. Right. So that's one piece of it. The second piece of it is like if I have opportunity to give, call it if I have a hundred, two hundred thousand dollar a year opportunity to give, I'm looking for somebody who is competent and qualified to hold the position and do a good job. Mm-hmm. But more importantly, I'm looking for somebody who is competent able to do the job and I can and and it's someone I can work with somebody that I can flow with and I can enjoy being around I I enjoy their company I I enjoy their humor I enjoy everything about them right so that holds more weight to me than the actual technical expertise Mm -hmm. I can find people with technical expertise I can't find people with technical expertise that actually want to be around now this gets into conversations about nepotism and it's shit. like who you know it's not it's who you know not what you know right kind of thing. so, like you so can teach someone what they need to know absolutely but the opportunity to get in the door and also like being likable like you could be the best person for the job but if the other people you work with don't fucking like you you'll be ineffective at your job and you'll never get ahead. So this is one of those perception and this could be a haha moment for somebody because the cultural narrative is, you know, oh, nepotism is so evil and you know, why is the world so who you know and it should be about what you know. Stop it, motherfucker. Don't tell yourself that like because if you had opportunity to give, you wouldn't just be giving it to the most qualified person. You would also be looking for some personal connection in there. You'd be looking to give opportunity to people in your inner circle because you'd want to see them prosper. You'd want to see them progress. You want well, that like, and the devil- Drake does it all the fucking time. You want to bring your inner circle up with yeah. you. But it also goes back to the devil you know is better than the angel you don't. You don't know. So, like, for example, thinking about a director on a movie project, if he's worked with a specific actor before... Oh, that... Even if he knows that that actor is quirky and has some, like, unique things, like, the fact that I know what his quirks are, like, oh, he's always going to be 15 minutes late, Um, he always wants to have a certain type of bread on the food stand, like, I know what he likes and I can deal with it, versus having someone who may be just as talented... But you don't know how they operate. Yeah, we you wonder don't know why. What they... We wonder why the the, the 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 same actors always seem to work with the exact same, same directors all the we time. We all seek the familiar and the comfortable. Yes, 
Right. So I'm saying this to somebody out there who needed to hear this because they're drunk of the cultural narrative of, oh, my my achievements should speak for me. You know, I, my, my work, should, I shouldn't have to go brown nose and I shouldn't have to go socialize yeah. and I shouldn't have to go like kiss ass and all that. Right? shit. I'm like, shut the fuck <laughs> up, man. Shut the fuck up. I think where nepotism really shows itself as kind of evil and fucked up is when you have someone who's completely incompetent put in a position that they never should be in because they they don't have the skill set or the the mindset or the ability like all of the above to be in that position and so they end up causing more harm than good and it's it's one thing to be in a position and and like saying okay I got this opportunity from nepotism but I rose to the occasion I'm I'm, I'm doing a good job at it Versus getting even, an even opportunity. Even 50 Cent said it in the 48 Law. The, so Robert Greene wrote a book called The 48 Laws of Power. And 50 re- reiterated the book and added two more laws called The 50th Law. He said, The 50th Law. Um, he said, you know, who you know gets you in. What you know determines how long you stay in once you are in. Mm-hmm. Right. So you still have to know shit. It goes back to the point I was trying to make, which was answering the question that my biggest regret was thinking that my work should show my worth. Mm-hmm. But I realized that my network was actually what shows my worth mm-hmm. because the relationships, uh, this, I, sh- I should brand that one. My network is my, my network is my net worth. Mm-hmm. I was thinking. And your work is showed by your network. Oh, love it. Love it. Now you just, we're just rebranding <laughs> shit right now. But I was, I was one of these people who thought that, oh, I can, as long as I worked hard and did a good job, that that work should stand alone and speak for me and i realized very quickly that no like when i i've got maybe 60 names in my phone right now this is what That's i mean you never add people's names to their numbers hold on, on hold phone. on hold on hold on hold he on he has like all of these important people that call him and he just doesn't label any numbers in his phone it doesn't it, it makes no damn sense i'm, I'm, I'm speaking to the point right now where Sorry, i have I, I have six the shit out of me i have 60 people in my phone and I work with about 40 of them, <laughs> right? And then the other 20 are people like you, my mom, my brother. <laughs> you see where I'm going here? And then and you have 100 more that you don't, because they're not important enough to you to label. If you want to know how important you are, ask Daisy if you're labeled in his phone. <laughs> Why are you doing this? I'm just saying. So to answer the you're question. You're some funny questions at work. Yeah, yeah. So to answer the question, <laughs> uh, yes, it is very Machiavellian. But that also comes if you if you read the book The Prince and you understand the Prince. Um, I like Prince. The the Prince. The Prince is. Oh yeah, I, li- I like Prince. You know, Purple Rain. Not Purple Rain. <laughs> the Prince. I'm talking about Machiavelli's book. The I Prince. know. I know. Uh, he goes way. They're both in, great. He he goes into better detail than 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 I could even do it justice uh, on the podcast. But do not. Yes, you need you need a social circle. Because at some point in your life, you will look back and leverage relationships. And those relationships will be worth a hundred grand, a million dollars, or whatever the price tag is. Um, and don't burn bridges because there are people who burn bridges with me and try to walk back on those bridges. And I'm like, motherfucker, there's no bridge there. You, you, you burned <laughs> it's the gone, shit. Bitch. It's gone, man. And there's people that I've burned bridges with. And I try to walk across the bridge and they remind me very quickly, ah, uh, back, no, back the fuck up, man. That, so 
And when I say keeping relationships, I, I mean by, I mean, you don't have to brown nose and suck up to people all the time, but you know, once a year, send a, a happy birthday. We all have Facebook. It pops up as notifications. It's beyond even sucking up to people. I think that's the wrong verbiage and the wrong attitude. That's to what have I was just it. trying to say right now. Like, yeah, it's, it's it, sending it's, a happy birthday note. It's, so, it's taking the extra mile to be polite. Not even the extra mile. And it's not about being polite. So, this is the nuance here that I'm just trying to clean up your verbiage because I think it's conveying the, a different intent than what okay. you're intending. Intending. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Because it's it's really taking that moment to remember to reach out to the ones that we love and we care about or we even just have something like we're like, I want to keep this relationship alive. Because a lot of times we we get sucked into our own personal drama in our own life and the day-to-day survival that goes on. And we kind of put everything else on the back burner. You get into and your own head. You feel like you're the you're the only person. Yeah. You're the hero in the story. You forget that all the other background characters are possible heroes too. You know, and people used to be a lot better about this with acquaintances. Like if you look to old times, like you would write letters. You the would, old days, BC. Yeah. <laughs> BC, BC, you know. <laughs> Pre-COVID. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but like, yeah, you, you would have people who would write letters and keep in touch because you might have like 20 or 30 close contacts. So it wasn't like you were talking with everyone. Like the problem is now we come in contact with so many people. We have so many friends and acquaintances. It's hard to keep up, Mm -hmm. but we still need to make the effort. Maybe it's not a letter. Maybe it's not something so formal or detailed, but on a holiday or when there's a catastrophe reaching out and saying like, Hey, are you okay? Like when COVID happened, did you reach out to people and say, hey, how are you dealing with this? Is everything good at home with you? How's your family? Um, When there's a Christmas or a holiday saying, hey, Merry Christmas. I hope you had a great one. Um, Little things can do a a, a huge impact. Yeah, and I've been really good about that, especially to HR directors. (laughs) (laughs) They hold the power. Oh, yeah, every HR. They wear the crown. Don't let them fool you. Every HR director that I've ever, you know, I'm like, okay, okay, you're going to get a Christmas card from me every year. (laughs) But my my point is, like, I've looked back the same way, and I have friends that I loved and cared for, but I was really bad about keeping in contact over the years. And then, like, six years passed, you're like, man, why haven't I heard from this person? And then in you so see long? them become the next Cardi B, and you Beyond know. Beyond even like who no, no, they no, become, no. I'm, I'm I, I, I get like, that, but I'm I'm trying to land a point. You like you see them actually become something really good. They were your best friend in college, but then now you can't reach out to them. Mm. Even maybe they have an opportunity that so you would have been a great. So you're looking at it from a, a what can I gain perspective. I'm just talking about even the relationship. Yeah, but it's to, both. I'm looking at it from like, okay, so now they have opportunity that they could give you that you're very well qualified for, mm. but because you it don't have that. It would be weird to reach out There now. you go. It's now weird to reach out. So that missed opportunity is worth $20 million to you. Mm-hmm. So the not keeping that person in your acquaintance list cost you 20 million this is the perception is a bitch moment this is the suicidal coffee when you realize that a dollar christmas card every year invested <laughs> would have been worth 20 million or a quick little facebook comment or even. quick little facebook whatever it is but now you can't cash out on that equity because you didn't keep the relationship and the point i'm trying to make is yes it's machiavellian but wake the fuck up beyond even Opportunity- that it's a lonely life like when you when you end up accidentally cutting people out of your life 
it can lend lead to a sort of isolation. I feel like unintended like, consequences. Yeah. Okay. You look at the social aspect of it. I look at the financial side <laughs> of, of things. Like how Both much did important. how much did this missed relationship cost me? I see it too. Does it cost me happiness or potential friendships? Yeah, because if I have a friend who all of a sudden becomes the next governor of Arkansas or Texas or wherever, and I kept good, cl- you know, we really good friends. All of a sudden, you know, those those government contracts <laughs> and those projects, you know, I become the sole beneficiary of some good shit just because I kept in touch. Mm-hmm. So long winded way to answer a question of that's why that's my biggest regret to date is I was brought up in this culture of self-reliance from the Mayflower living in Africa, living in Nigeria, that I became too self-reliant and it had its own unintended consequences, which means I became very bad at parties. I was very bad at. So- <laughs> <laughs> no shit. No shit. I was not the guy you wanted around at parties. <laughs> Still probably I'm not the guy you want at parties. You're actually really entertaining when you're drunk, though. I know, which is why I realized I could actually do a podcast <laughs> and it worked out. If you're tipsy. If I'm tipsy. Yeah, yeah. The the great content comes out when we're, you know, anyway, anyway. Uh we love your questions. Keep them coming. Keep keep them coming. But to get back to our our main point, which was we are all slave to perception and we all fall into this trap of brand, whether it's consuming brands because we've we've fallen into the advertising and the marketing that tells us it's the best product, it's the one we want, but also even trying to brand ourselves, to trying to use certain things to make ourselves appear to fit a certain image, to fit in with certain groups, be it financial or social or um, community-wise. Sometimes we do it in the groups that we think we have to belong to, sometimes the groups that we think we want to belong to, but we all fight this perception and branding image and I think with um, Instagram and social media this has become even more evident how much marketing and branding like we always say now like you have to become your own brand and an individual's brand is now their value it's not how much income you pull in yeah I'm no it's longer Deji much, and you're no longer Sarah yeah. we are perception is your is brand? A bitch. Yeah. we are perception what do bitch. you signify and Here, can here's you, the thing. people still don't understand that concept so they they are left behind right because people are still seeing themselves as individuals you don't I, realize that no you you have to become a brand I think and a lot of people too internalize this in different ways like even understanding it's like okay so to go to work I have to do certain things I have to get my nails done and my hair done wear certain clothes because I have this brand that I need to present I mean I know I've gone up for certain jobs where I was like shit if I get this job you have to become a brand I'm gonna have to change everything about my appearance because I can't show up the way I normally do with no makeup and just hair in a bun like not caring what I look like, the the yeah, job I remember, itself. I remember when you got a job me. and you took me to Saxon Fifth. I was like, I was what like, the what the fuck am I doing here? We might need to go um, <laughs> buy some expensive shit, yeah, 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 yeah. if I need to no, fit like, in with the rich folks. Sir, can we go to Windsor? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> you know, one thing that just popped into mind, and I, look, Kanye West. I I like Kanye West for for one thing. He's been screaming. There's a lot of videos online about Kanye West screaming about perception and how we're all slave to perception and we've all been sold a bill of goods by these brands. No one listened and we called him crazy. 
And you know what he did? Hmm. He went and created the Yeezy brand to prove the fucking point. <laughs> and now he's a billionaire. You can't be mad at Kanye if you West. You can't beat the game. Join him. You can't. Right, right, when you try to educate people and they call it, oh, you got mental illness. Look at this motherfucker. Look at this. You know, scream and shout. Perception, perception, perception. It's like, okay, okay. You try to get people woke. They don't want to be woke. So I might as well profit off the ignorance. Well, a, a lot of people Yeezys. get a- offended when you tell them that they're missing a perception. Like, it reminds me of that show Outlander. Um, and there's a scene, I think it's like season two or three. Anyways, um, if y'all have seen Outlander or if you haven't seen it and you don't want to hear this, it is a spoiler. I mean, not really a spoiler. I tried to watch scene. it. I couldn't do it. I did, it was too mushy mushy for me. It's a great show. Too lovey dovey. Too lovey dovey. Had too much romance. You're fucking soft. That's <laughs> what it is. I watch your hardcore shit. You should have watched my mushy stuff. I tried. You're a bad I, husband. Fail. Fail. <laughs> Burn him. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I will do better. <laughs> no, um, but in the third season, I think it was, or second season, I can't remember. Anyways, there's a scene where the French king is having this problem where he can't take a shit. And like in this weird <laughs> French court thing, like everyone stands around of his advisors and his noblemen or whatever and watches him try to take a shit. Like they watch him do everything. Fuck, eat, piss, all of it. Like, he's never alone. So he's trying to take a shit. He's been constipated for months, and he's miserable, and he's, he's like, almost ready to kill his health advisors because they can't figure it out. The king can't take a shit. And he's in horrible pain. So finally, there's, like, the, the main character in Outlander, Jamie, and he's this basically farmer, Scottish. He's lived off the land. Totally different perspective from this king. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, well, you need to eat some porridge. And the king is so offended, like, how dare you, for one, uh, you know, try to Such offer me advice. food. And why would I, yeah, why would why I would deem offer, to eat this why, peasant why, food? Why would I bring myself stoop so low to eat peasant yeah. porridge? I'm so much better than that. That I, was I, like you with the shampoo. Yeah, it really <laughs> was. peasant shit. It's peasant shit. They, but basically, like, the king was eating so much rich food, so much gravies and, and, and cheeses and all these fine delicacies. He had no fiber, no basic shit to help him process all the rich food, and thus he wasn't able to take a shit. So my point is, and bringing it back to the shampoo, like sometimes we need to dumb the shit down. Sometimes we need to be reminded of our roots, get away from brand, get away from perception, understand the shit is not as serious as you think it is, and, and realize what you don't know. Realize that you may be so in the shit, so in your way of life that you can't even see how fucking off base your perception has gotten how warped sometimes your reality has some, become yes sometimes an expanded mind just means a warped reality it means you have a longer journey home <laughs> i like that i like that okay so we appreciate you sticking around and joining us on our conversation today about the uh, Rose by Any Other Name and my OG Sarah here hosting with me. Mwah. If you like what you heard or if at any moment we made you think, you know what, I'd never thought of it like that. I or thought or about it like that. If you just thought, you know what, these two are absolutely funny. I love just... Whatever it is. Or maybe we're idiotic. Who knows? Perception is a bitch. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. We think we're funny. Somebody listening going, these we motherfuckers. We made ourselves laugh. 
<laughs> we had a good time. Fuck them. Fuck them. I don't even care. Hey, hey, hey. The success of the channel <laughs> depends on their perception. Fuck <laughs> I need their perception. <laughs> anyway, definitely uh, leave some comments in the notes section. We'll have a link there to where you can leave your questions. Let us know about the episode. Definitely also rate. Um, give us a five star rating. Five star minimum. Minimum or whatever audio platform. It's their perception. Let them rate it what they want. I'm making it an absolute point. It's, it's their not perception. Th- perception. You're rating. You're rating the show. Let this shit be real. Your fuck real. Your rating the show is not about your perception. This is where I come in like God, death, and say absolute. You can't press the button for them. It's up to them. Five star minimum. Watch somebody give us one star for I this know, shit. Right. <laughs> we love you guys. We appreciate you, and we'll see you on the next episode. And don't forget. Don't forget, perception is a fucking bitch, man.